All right. Um, so you guys probably know me, but we have a, a special special guest. I guess this is my first edition ever of the Bitcoin.com Roger Beer YouTube special. Like lots and lots of people have been asking me to make more videos on YouTube talking about what I think is going on uh, in the ecosystem. So we actually uh, stepped up the professionalism a bit today. We have this beautiful Bitcoin.com backdrop. We have wireless microphones. The audio should be good. And you can't see it because it's behind the camera, but we have lots of lighting. So you can not only uh, see and hear all the great things that are happening in the world of Bitcoin Cash today. Uh, this is Corbin. He's uh, one of the developers here at Bitcoin.com. He's probably most famously or infamously known for uh, TXHighway.com. If you've seen that website with all the, call, uh, the little cars representing transactions on both Bitcoin Core and Bitcoin Cash, uh, Corbin's the, the man behind that. So him and one other partner. Yep. Um, but Corbin did all the, the front end stuff that you see with the graphics there. Yeah, so. shout out to Paul as well from Australia. He uh, helped out a lot with uh, with making uh, all the brains work there behind uh, TX Highway. So it was a fun project. Yeah. So we put together, a, I guess this, this is Friday afternoon here in Tokyo. We kind of decided... Uh, Maybe, possibly, we'll see how our commitments go, but maybe this will be the first of a weekly uh, weekly roundup of all the exciting things that's happening in the world of, uh, of Bitcoin. And when I say Bitcoin, of course, I mean Bitcoin Cash because it's a peer-to-peer -peer digital cash system unlike uh, some other versions of Bitcoin that are basically just uh, digital assets at this point. So. That's it. I mean, I think uh, we can both agree that it's, it's a cryptocurrency. We're, uh, we're in it here to, to use it like, like cash, like it was originally intended by Satoshi Nakamoto. So... Uh, I was just uh, curious, what, what do you think about some of the stuff that's been going on with, uh, I guess, all the latest developments on chain, on Bitcoin Cash, on Bitcoin? And uh, yeah, just uh, any, any exciting things that kind of got you excited this week? I mean, there's there's a lot. You have quite a list that you've printed up here that we can <laughs> yeah. talk about. That is, you're hiding it off screen, but yeah. he has a list of things <laughs> that uh, we can talk about. Because I feel like all the development and exciting things that used to be happening on top of Bitcoin and all the old... OG Bitcoiners mm -hmm. now have come, the majority have come to Bitcoin Cash and they're building on top of Bitcoin Cash and you have quite the list of things that are happening here. So. Well, I think that was kind of the, the cool thing that you know we're seeing is that the community is actually kind of galvanized around this idea of creating things that actually people want to use on chain. And, and this was the original reason why I got into Bitcoin was that it was fun. It was, you know, people were coming up with these new ideas that they could put on chain and as soon as, uh, as, soon as Bitcoin Core started labeling everything spam, it stopped being fun. <laughs> You know, Bitcoin became this serious business, and uh, I think I think most of the, the development, you know, or at least the, the brain drain for developers, all ended up, you know, moving to other other projects, moving to Ethereum, moving to some altcoins, and but a uh, lot of them sure have come to Bitcoin yeah, Cash. Yeah, everyone's coming back around. We're seeing a lot of the uh, the old the old guard come back. You know, even just this last week, uh, Gavin Anderson uh, posted on Memo.Cash, which is an on-chain censorship-resistant open protocol. Kind of a competitor to, to uh, Twitter, he had uh, posted that he was, uh, you know, excited to kind of see it. He said, uh, "Censorship-resistant open protocol Twitter sounds good to me." So, I mean, you're seeing some of the old guys that were into the idea of, of on-chain scalability come back and actually using using some of the tools that you know people are building. Yeah, actually, maybe uh, now is a good time to give a, I guess, a shout out to Gavin. Uh, there's lots, lots of people in the Bitcoin ecosystem now who have no idea who Gavin is. I was mm -hmm. watching a a podcast uh, recently on on YouTube where the host that's doing a, 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 sh a weekly or daily show about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, the guest that was on the show who's been around in Bitcoin for a long, long time, who's a Bitcoin cash fan, yeah. I asked him, well, do you know who Gavin Andreessen is? And the host of the show had no <laughs> idea. So for those, and it's okay that, you, that yeah. if you don't know, like we, everybody can't know everything about everyone. 
but Gavin is a really, really important figure in the Bitcoin ecosystem. So I received my very first Bitcoin ever from a faucet set up by Gavin Andreessen yeah. that would give out free Bitcoin to anybody that just plugged in their Bitcoin address and, and, and gave it out. And he's yeah. the person that Satoshi Nakamoto basically handed over the reins to the project to when, when Satoshi decided to disappear. And under Gavin's stewardship, Bitcoin really did incredibly well and got more adoption and the fees were were low and the transactions were fast and reliable and it was you know on its way to becoming a peer-to-peer cash system for the world. Yeah. Gavin did an absolutely fantastic job uh, and told a bunch of people that he allowed to share access to the repository with and revoked his access, which is a really uh, down and dirty low thing to do in my book. Yeah, I think especially when you consider you know the amount of effort that it took to kind of get this project to where it, where it is. And I mean, a lot of the guys that ended up inheriting the uh, commit access to the to the repository were didn't really believe in the idea of permissionless peer-to-peer cash. And I think, you know, it's a bit like, you know, giving your, uh, I don't know, your baby to, you know, your, it's like having a bad babysitter. You just kind of... A babysitter that kicks you out of your own house and keeps your ba- baby yeah. and won't give it back to yeah. you and says, go and get your own baby. Yeah. You want this one. Yeah. But we can't change the past, but we're all yeah. hard at work building on top of Bitcoin Cash to make it peer-to-peer digital we, cash. We, we saved our baby. We got, uh, we got Bitcoin Cash now. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think everyone's excited. You know, I think uh, just talking about some of the uh, recent stuff that's kind of happened here uh, on Bitcoin Cash, I think the, the two biggest ones for the last week were probably blockpress.com and memo.cash, which was, I guess, a couple weeks ago. But I feel like it's worth mentioning both of them. Uh, both of them are protocols. They're basically allowing censorship-resistant peer-to-peer uh, social conversation, media, social yeah. media. It's a it's a Twitter killer, you know. And I think we see guys like uh, like at uh, Jack on Twitter, who's uh, known for censoring anyone with opposing views. I, I think giving people the ability to speak their mind freely and openly, uh, whether that's for the good of the world or for the worst, you know, very nastiness of it. Let let a light shine on all of it. I think. Uh, People need a, a platform where they can speak their mind, and I think the uh, you know we're seeing this especially in the United States with you know a lot of the concern over the First Amendment and a lot of the concern over you know what people are able to say and, and you know speak about online, and, and this allows people to speak without without uh, obstruction from some government from private entity. It's it's its own thing, and I think opening up these protocols to allow other people to create apps and create these these web applications that use the protocol, it's, it's exciting stuff. Yeah, and I, I guess I'd just like to point out too that uh, if people are saying things you don't like or you don't agree with on the internet, the solution to that problem isn't censorship, the solution is more free speech. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so I, I'm a little bit behind the times here, so I, I made my first memo.cash post yesterday some somebody out there on the internet already registered Roger Veer, Roger K Veer, Roger V. All of those were already taken on memo.cash. So I had to settle for the username uh, Roger. Hey, Roger was still good, available. So if you name. want to follow me on, on memo.cash, I'm just Roger on memo.cash. Tell me about the block press. I read a blurb about it, but haven't yeah. tried it out or used it. Have you used it yourself yet? I have. I'm registered on both now. Uh, I think block press has kind of nailed a little bit more the user interface aspect. Uh, it really feels a little bit like a Twitter clone. Uh, Memo.cash has some interesting stuff on it too, though. They both allow you to tip and, and retweet or, I guess, maybe just reply so far. I think there's still quite a bit of work being done in terms of adding like profile pictures, adding uh, backgrounds and stuff like that. But uh, I know BlockPress has kind of figured out some of that. They've got two different protocols, but it sounds like they're, you know, this is kind of the beauty of the free market, right? We've got two options now for 
you know, a censorship resistant social media platform. And uh, we're kind of going to be able to see what people choose to develop on. And, you know, I think both of them, they seem to be, uh, you know, acknowledging one another. So I think they know, they know, they know each other exist. And it's exciting to see these, you know, developers all coming up with similar ideas, but they, they all want, uh, they all want the same idea to work. And I think, you know, I think we can all kind of agree that, you know, any, any new development on Bitcoin Cash, it, it's a win for us. And we have a big giant list of the, of the winning that's going on. So the next one on your list is uh, Bitcoin Cash uh, coming to Kenya? Yeah, so in Nairobi, Kenya, they have a Bitcoin Cash Cafe Lounge. I uh, thought it was worth mentioning. Uh, exciting stuff to see more Bitcoin Cash penetration in Africa. I think uh, our, our, our friend uh, Craig Wright will be heading uh, that direction in the next little while, he was saying on Twitter. And it sounded like they were hoping to maybe host, host Craig there at some point. Um, so yeah, quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of excitement. I think there we're seeing a lot of uh, a lot of ongoing developments, you know, across the world. And I mean, if you visit uh, events.bitcoin.com, we've got this amazing map showcasing all of the meetups around the world. Uh, we're we're at several hundred, I think, at this point. We're it's it's you know, if you look at the map marker, we've got pins everywhere with the uh, with the B, and you'll uh, you can find something nearby to kind of uh, check out next time you're you're looking to meet up and talk about Bitcoin with you know other people. It's uh, it's exciting stuff. And I, I can see the the next one that uh, you have on your list is actually one that I was considering just making a video about all by myself. So, in the last I don't know couple of days on the internet, there's been a big uproar about uh, let's sue Bitcoin.com for saying that Bitcoin is Bitcoin um, because they don't like the fact that Bitcoin Cash is Bitcoin. But I made a video that's on my YouTube channel here just one or two videos ago where I give all the objective reasons why I think Bitcoin Cash has more Bitcoinness. To it than Bitcoin Core does at this point, and uh, if you disagree, I invite you to make your own video or your own blog post explaining why you think Bitcoin Core has more Bitcoinness about it than Bitcoin Cash does. And it's not to say that one or the other is the true only ordained Bitcoin for everybody. Um, they both definitely have some characteristics that are described in the original Bitcoin white paper, but Bitcoin Cash has a lot more of them than, than Bitcoin Core at this point. Um, so anyhow, a bunch of people got together and decided they were going to sue us because. A lot of people might not realize this, like we're coming up close to having a, almost 100 people on the payroll at Bitcoin.com. So it's a pretty big team with a lot of people doing a lot of things, working on a lot of different parts of the website. So one of those people, whether intentionally or because they're working, you know, it's what, 7 p.m. on Friday and here we are still at the office because yep. they're working late into the night because all of us are, you know, super motivated philosophically on, on board with Bitcoin here. Somebody somewhere, either on purpose or on accident, uh, on the block explorer, they listed Bitcoin, parentheses, BCH, and then they listed Bitcoin Core, parentheses, BTC. And apparently that really pushed the buttons of a lot of people on the yeah. internet. Yeah, I think what we're seeing is, uh, we saw it on Twitter, the cry bullies in action. You know, these, these guys who are uh, kind of coming online and without much, you know, they're not adding to the conversation. They're just, you know, we're seeing, you know, these awful little troll comments, you know, especially anything you tweet, you're just a... You're a, yeah, a bit of a magnet to the craziness that kind of uh, finds itself to, to the Bitcoin core camp. So, so I'd actually like to, like to thank them, though, too. So like a couple of these people got together on the Internet and had a Telegram uh, chat channel where they were discussing all the inaccuracies on Bitcoin.com, where we referred to Bitcoin BTC here and BCH there, and the picture didn't match this or that. So thank you guys so much for the free quality assurance testing of our website. We were in your Telegram group watching every comment that you said. <laughs> And busy fixing all of these things on our website to make our website even clearer to the world why Bitcoin Cash is useful as peer-to-peer -peer digital money for the world and why Bitcoin Core is just some sort of science project at this point. Uh, so thank you guys for helping improve our website. And uh, 
keep the uh, keep the advice coming. We'll continue to improve it as things go. Couldn't say it uh, better myself. Yeah, uh, I think other cool things that were kind of happening this week. Uh, I think Chris Pasia from Open Bazaar had a great uh, great little uh, tweet. If you support a community which deletes tens of thousands of comments which express a dissenting opinion, don't talk to me about misleading newcomers. And again, that was in, in reference to this potential Bitcoin.com lawsuit where they claimed that we were misleading newcomers. Look at what's going on. And if anybody who's not aware of what's going on within the Bitcoin ecosystem, go on Google and search Bitcoin censorship and look at the literally deleting tens of thousands of, of, of posts on our Bitcoin, uh, banning thousands or tens of thousands of users, uh, basically just manipulating the entire Bitcoin ecosystem. And I made another fantastic video. Uh, I'll put the link in the comments below talking about the effects of censorship on the Bitcoin community. It's really shocking when you realize what's happened uh, to our community because of the censorship. So, and now all these people that either t intentionally engaged in the censorship or intentionally turned a blind eye to it, they're claiming that by Bitcoin.com is misleading new users by just giving them all the facts and explaining the differences between Bitcoin Core and Bitcoin Cash. So uh, get over it. Yeah, I mean, I think the whole idea of misleading newcomers, it's its its thrown around, you know, between these two different, uh, the small blockers and the big blockers. It's, it's a little bit too crazy. I mean, we saw in Bitcoin.org, you, you could make the argument that they were misleading newcomers for years there, saying it was uh, fast, uh, nearly free to send. And, you know, they ended up having to edit the uh, edit some of the, the front features. page of, of, of Bitcoin.org. If you watch the original video yeah. describing Bitcoin, it's describing Bitcoin Cash. It's yeah. not describing Bitcoin Core. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so other other news, I think some other cool notable tweets. Uh, Naomi Brockwell on Twitter. I won't succumb to censorship through intimidation. That's a powerful tweet. Yeah, yeah. She was right here in this office on on Saturday, and mm -hmm. uh, I did an interview with her that she's going to post online at some point, and apparently when people got word that she filmed that interview, they were saying, don't even post it, don't do anything. Yeah. If you disagree with the things that I'm saying, go and make your own video or your own blog post and, and say why I'm wrong. And, and name-calling, saying Roger Veer's a felon, yeah, I'm a felon, but that doesn't mean the things that I'm saying aren't true. And calling Bitcoin Cash things like Bcash or Btrash, that's not an argument against Bitcoin Cash either. So you should have, like, logic and reason behind uh, behind whatever it is that you're saying rather than just a bunch of name calling. Yeah, yeah, couldn't say it better. I think the uh, other cool thing that was kind of shared around on Twitter, it made it, uh, made it to the top of RBTC, which is the real uh, Reddit Bitcoin. Don't bother going to the other one. It's the other one's censored. It's completely filled with censorship. You'll get banned for even mentioning Bitcoin Cash. Um, you know, there's a, there's a, you can buy your own t-shirt now, banned from our Bitcoin. We, uh, We've all seen that we've all seen a lot of the the hysterics in in action over on that side, and you know I, I miss that Reddit community. It was a great community. It used to be wonderful before the censorship started. It was awesome. As soon as it got censored, though, it kind of uh, yeah. Imagine that censorship doesn't make the world a better place. Yeah. Uh, so one of the one of the top posts on RBTC: If all 32 megabyte blocks were permanently 100% full, this $400 hard drive <clears throat> could store the blockchain for the next seven years. So we're seeing Moore's Law in place. Anyone who questions 32 megabyte blocks, which is occurring here May 15th, we've got a network upgrade. Everyone's excited. We're seeing some opcodes get uh, re-enabled. And uh, you know, when people start questioning the idea of scaling on chain, saying, well, why do we need 32 megabyte blocks? And how is this gonna work? I mean, we can see it right now. You can get hard drives that, that, that'll keep the blockchain alive and well for, for years to come. And right here in the office that we're sitting at in, in, in Tokyo here, we have a two gigabit up and down internet connection. It's $35, $32 US per month for that connection. Um, and at the end of the day, 
most home users don't need to be running a full node anyhow. A, a, whole, a full node running at home isn't even a full node if it's not mining. It's just like a fancy, uh, a fancy wallet. It's only miners that are going to include your Bitcoin transactions in the next block. So it's the miners that have an incentive to run a full node. And if they're spending one, over $1,000 for a single mining machine, they're buying thousands or tens of thousands of these miners at a time. Uh, buying a thousand or a two thousand or even a three or five thousand dollar machine to run a full node is not even remotely an issue for them. They're literally spending millions or tens of millions of dollars at a time on one single order of Bitcoin miners, and there's lots of these miners all over the world. I think if, if you think that global peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash is going to be run on a bunch of old Raspberry Pis, I think you're you're, you're just a complete idiot. Or if you want to hold back the entire world from having peer-to-peer -peer electronic uncensorable digital cash because you won't be able to run an entire copy of that ledger on a Raspberry Pi. You're, you're retarding the rate of progress of the entire uh, world, so yeah. get over it. We're putting, uh, we're, we're, I think we're, what we're seeing is we're seeing all of these people kind of band behind Bitcoin Cash. You know, the growth, the adoption, people are seeing new stores, we're seeing new merchants come online, we're seeing new payment processors. It's, uh, Bitcoin's fun again, and it's, uh, it's cool to see. Uh, I think another cool thing worth mentioning uh, the Bitcoin Cash winning in the Philippines. We've got the BCH Jeepney. It's a cool little transportation uh, vehicle, kind of an old uh, throwback to, to the uh, Filipino kind of uh, heritage. And uh, yeah, we've uh, sponsored it. Uh, it's, it's by Bitcoin.com. It's sponsored by Bitcoin.com. I, I didn't know we sponsored it. We okay. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we sponsor a lot of things around the world. Yeah. That a lot of, even I'm not even aware of all yeah. of them. So we, we, we donate quite a bit of money to all sorts yeah. of people all over the world. Uh, both charities and promotional things like that Jitney bus in yeah. the Philippines. Yeah, so. it's exciting. I think what's going to happen, we're going to see locals taking this bus, you know, cruising around and uh, getting to learn a little bit about Bitcoin and uh, hopefully be able to spend Bitcoin to, you know, hop on and off and, and do their thing. So it's exciting stuff. Um, there were a couple other cars, though, too. We saw some other little, small, like, economy cars yeah. with nice Bitcoin cash things all over it. Yeah, that, uh, that, uh, that uh, east coast of... Australia, that Gold Coast. Is that where the smaller yeah, cars were too? Queensland seems to be super bullish on, on Bitcoin Cash. I mean, I, I, I'm, it sounds like there's a few cars, a few people well, decals. You saw that. I, I was going to yeah. lead us into the Mercedes. You saw that fancy yeah. Mercedes yeah. with the Bitcoin.com logo. Yeah. I don't think we sponsored that. I think that guy just, just did a, it. Yeah, right? just a passionate dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's great. Uh, other cool things, I think, happening this week. Uh, there's been whispers amongst the Bitcoin Cash uh, develop, developers on some of the developer telegrams. Of bringing back magnet links on uh, and hosting them on chain. So the idea is you'd have a censorship resistant torrent tracker that would allow people to share anything from Linux distros to whatever the heck you want. Um, it's exciting stuff. I mean, we, we, we've seen some problems with the Pirate Bay. So, uh, so when all these magnet links get launched on the Bitcoin Cash blockchain, like we can go and post on memo.cash Pirate Bay. Exactly. Wall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll see who gets the last lull. So, uh, yeah, it's exciting stuff. I think the next cool thing that, that got me excited is uh, Lighthouse.cash. It's a decentralized crowdfunding application running on Bitcoin Cash. Now, the original idea was actually came up with uh, by Mike Hearn. Yeah. And for those that are new to Bitcoin and don't know who Mike Hearn is, Mike Hearn is another godfather in the Bitcoin space who previously, before being involved in Bitcoin full-time, he was a professional capacity planner for Google. One of the most popular websites in the entire world. He was a professional capacity planner for them. And he said, hey, we need to plan for additional capacity on Bitcoin. Here's how you do it. So him and Gavin Andreessen, who we mentioned earlier, did everything that they could to allow Bitcoin to scale to be digital cash for the world. And the thanks that they got for it were uh, the same sort of attacks and, and, and 
just a horrible treatment by people on the internet who didn't want Bitcoin to be cash for the world. And uh, I guess I have a little bit thicker skin than either of those guys had because I'm still around and I haven't given up. And uh, I'm sure I'm sure Mike and you know Gavin for sure is still keeping an eye on things. But uh, man, they they tried to make the world a better place and a bunch of people on the internet attacked them for it. So. Uh, one of the ideas, though, that, that uh, Mike Hearn had was this Lighthouse project that I remember thinking, what an amazing yeah. tool to like crowdsource all sorts of things and fun projects where everybody gets their money back if the project doesn't come to fruition Absolutely. and you don't have to have any central point of failure or control for the whole thing. Mm. And now that project's busy coming back on Bitcoin Cash, not on Bitcoin Core. Yeah. I mean, we've got room. We've got room to scale. We've got room for these new ideas to just show up and, and you know, this is the cool thing is you can experiment, you can try, you can build some cool stuff on Bitcoin, on Bitcoin Cash, sorry, money drinks. Uh, <laughs> um, it's exciting stuff. We're, we're seeing developers get behind this, this whole idea of on-chain development. Uh, you know, for instance, the other big one uh, over the last couple of weeks was Bitbox. It's a, a basically a, a command line interface tool, a little software development kit that allows developers to quickly spin up and uh, start developing local projects on on chain and coming up with new ideas, getting people to use React on chain, getting people to use, uh, you know, just finding new ways to kind of build ideas on Bitcoin Cash. And, yeah, and quite a bit of work went into it. Yeah. Uh, the Bitbox. What is there? Uh, Bitbox. Earth. Earth. Yeah. So go take a look. If you're a developer, go to Bitbox. Earth, yeah. and they built all the tools to make it super easy for you to build on top of Bitcoin yeah. Cash. Yeah, Gabriel Cardano. Great work, man. Yeah, you great. Work, great. Gabriel. And uh, I think the last one, not sure if you want to bring it up, but it made me laugh. So I've been around <laughs> Bitcoin since 2011, and I think people started yapping about the Lightning Network in maybe 2013 or 14-ish, and it's been a while now. And the entire time from when I first started hearing about this, oh, it's going to be ready in about uh, 18 months. And here we are today in 2018, and they're still saying it's about 18 months out before it's ready for people to use. And uh, the last thing on the list here is that... Uh, North Korea and South Korea have made friends before the Lightning Network was ready. So. Speaks a lot. Speaks a lot. Speaks loud. Yeah. And yeah. congratulations to the Koreans for that. Yeah. By, yeah. By the it's way, great, so. to, great to see people getting along. Yeah. 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 But uh, all in all, very eventful uh, week. Or you know, I guess that was kind of a couple of weeks just to kind of catch up. Yeah. If uh, if this goes well, if we get enough likes on this video, maybe we can come back and do this next Friday and kind of see where things have kind of progressed from uh, over the next week. I'm sure we'll see some new projects popping up on Bitcoin Cash and uh, some other kind of notable tweets and little Reddit posts and things like that. But, uh, yeah. And I meant to put together a list of things that I want to end every single episode with mentioning. So number one, our Bitcoin is completely censored. Number two, go to free.bitcoin.com to get some free Bitcoin Cash. We will send about 10 cents worth of Bitcoin Cash to anyone anywhere in the world that has a Twitter account that's older than about a month. Uh, so go to free.bitcoin.cash and tell your friends and family about free.bitcoin.cash. Uh, post it on Facebook, Twitter, share it around so that everybody can get their first Bitcoin the same way that I did uh, thanks to Gavin Andreessen's faucet. Uh, yeah. And then if you haven't visited Bitcoin.com, visit Bitcoin.com. We have all the latest news. You can uh, buy mining contracts. You can mine yourself. You can gamble. You can play poker, dice, uh, all sorts of stuff. So uh, go to Bitcoin.com. What, what, what other great stuff? We have a block explorer. We have block everything explorer, on Bitcoin.com. Yeah, we've got uh, the wallet.bitcoin.com. If you haven't tried out our wallet, we've been pushing out a ton of updates. Yeah. Uh, the development team here has been hard at work. Uh, we've got a few more than two and a quarter million wallets now yeah. being created on, on the Bitcoin.com wallet. We've been out less than a year. Yeah, I mean, seeing people see, seeing people's reaction with zero comp, it's it, 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 it's exciting to see, especially when you see someone who's never really used Bitcoin, but yet they 
consider themselves a holdler. So like even last night we were at Two Dogs Brewery in uh, in Roppongi here in one Tokyo. Of, one of the first places to start accepting Bitcoin in all of Japan, they now accept Bitcoin Cash. Yeah, and yeah. And, and seeing people purchase beer on chain, on chain beer, it's great. It's you know we're just a quick uh, you know nine dollar beer. It's super tasty craft beer. I suspect and, uh, nobody used Bitcoin Core last night. I right? didn't I see it anyone use Bitcoin it. Cash. No. But you know, it's 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 funny seeing people's eyes light up when they see that green check mark light up on the on the on the wallet when they receive that zero conf, and you're, you're able to just walk away drinking your beer, knowing that it's going to get added into the next block no matter what. It's, uh, it's what Bitcoin was meant to be used for, right? It's a cryptocurrency, not a crypto storage of value or whatever the hell else you want to call it. Yeah. So if you haven't used it already, use it uh, whether you're you're new or professional like. Uh, and then let's give a shout out. Yeah. Today we have kimchi. What, what's kimchi this? socks. Kimchi socks. Does he have a website? Uh, you're going to have to Google it. I don't see it yeah, on here. Google kimchi socks. He <laughs> oh, makes kimchi socks.com. Kimchi socks.com. They make uh, Bitcoin themed socks uh, available. I assume he puts Bitcoin Cash on the website. I, so, I have to assume he's yeah. probably a very smart man. Yeah. So, anyhow, that's our, our first, uh, first edition <laughs> of our weekly Bitcoin roundup. And uh, hopefully we'll start doing this every Friday if it yeah. works for you. Hey, yeah. Absolutely. Sounds so, fun. Okay, thank you all, and uh, visit Bitcoin.com, tell your friends, tell your family. Bye-bye.